Hello, and welcome to another episode of Goblin Lore, presented to you by Hipsters of the Coast. In this episode, another Goblin Games, Hobbs Q and I will be talking about coffee on the plane of Ravnica. We wanted to get this episode out to you while we were still on the plane of Ravnica in Magic Story, so we hope you enjoy just a silly little look at something that was added to the background of the world of magic lore. Without any further ado, let's get to the show. Hello, Podwalkers, and welcome to a Goblin Games episode of the Goblin Lore Podcast. I am your host, Hobskew. I can be found on Twitter, at Hobskew, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Joe Redman. Hi, that's me. I'm very excited. This is, yeah. this is a fun episode. This is going to be a fun episode. Do you want to tell people where you're from, Joe? Oh. Or where uh, to find you? Any of those? Where where I'm from? Uh, I I guess I'm from Twitter is what you're meaning to say. And, and specifically where I can be found, which corner of Twitter I can be found at, is at Findhorn. That's F-Y-N-D Horn. Yeah, we're here to talk today about coffee. I mean, specifically... A card inspired us to have this discussion because these goblin games. I do fully admit to being a highly caffeinated person. Um, As do I. And the we card... call those HCPs. It's a technical <laughs> term. At least we're not ICP. Is that the clown? <laughs> that's that's the Rakdos. Okay, that's the Rakdos. Well, we're not with the Rakdos today. I mean, we're 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 coming at this from a little bit of an is it standpoint, at least from where the card comes from. So we want to jump off a discussion about coffee today uh, inspired by an actual in-game reference to our favorite beverage uh, experimental frenzy says flavor text that says turns out that coffee is the weird ant of invention <laughs> kind of being a play on a classic phrase of um uh what is it uh oh my gosh necessity is the mother of invention there it is that's what it is so to play on that so we get a little bit of a weird I, I know I've actually saw some people online who do not like this flavor text because it they felt that it was too kind of cheesy or kitschy and kind of. And I think that's I that's I like an interesting it. critique. I, I, no, I I agree. I like this flavor text. I like the. We're we're going to talk a little bit more about you know how this does maybe fit into the world of Magic: The Gathering, but I mean, kind of. I I guess I consider myself sort of a. Um, I don't know a flavor fundamentalist I guess when you see something on the cards for the most part like that's about as close to canon as we get you know any any definitive sort of thing in in magic and yeah. so I, I kind of like that we can see an element of the real world in uh in in the game in magic the gathering and and can see a bit of our own habits in there but I do understand I was listening to a Star Wars podcast the other day actually that said uh it was talking about like jokes that border on real world references and this sort of pushes in that space and some people have said like yeah that takes me out of that world you know and so i can i can get the critique i, I don't really agree with it in this situation but I, I understand it i guess yeah no i mean i can understand it it is kind of silly but i mean you're also talking to a diehard foglio fan that will take <laughs> kind of some of that goofy cartoony art and cartoony kind of niche and kind of silliness being okay and like you said being that it is kind of canon it does give us a reference to coffee in magic the gathering 
right? Uh, specifically on our city world of Ravnica. And so, yeah, what we're kind of deducing from this, because again, if we if we assume and accept that, you know, things that are intentionally placed in art or in flavor text are canon, we sort of have to now place this in our own understanding of the world, right? So, so we now have to figure out, okay, where where does coffee come from? How is it produced? How is it brewed? Like, you know, we did an episode uh, a couple months ago about. Um, maybe it was only a month ago. Gosh, the winter's been long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you do know that we still have more months of that, Joe. Right? Oh, I want to think about that. We live in Minnesota. I need to clutch my coffee closer. Um, <laughs> let's try saying that five times fast. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we did that episode on, on what sort of jobs and careers fit into what guilds on Ravnica. And so, you know, it's it's interesting to think about sort of the supply chain of coffee in the real world and how that might be replicated on Ravnica. Yeah. I mean, th- 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 just from a simple standpoint of who brews the coffee, who grows the beans, who harvests the beans, who sells it. I mean, there's like a, there is a whole wide range of people that could go into the coffee trade. Sort of, it almost seems like it passes through almost everybody's hands before it gets to, you know, you and me, Joe Schmoe's, uh, you know, down 10 street, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Tin Street Alley at the, uh, what, would, what would the name be? Oh, we need a good oh, coffee that's... shop name for Ravnica. Um, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Caribou. It'd be like Glimmer Point Stag Boo. Wow. No. You, know, you do realize that that is a very Midwest reference to the Caribou. Oh, is that only a Midwest? Dang. Yeah. That's uh, okay. Starbucks is across the nation. Audience. See, no, that's, yeah, but that's too... I don't know what would happen. Star of destruction bucks. No, that's on Exelon. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't know. That's a really good question. We'll have to think about that. If you've got suggestions for what Ravnica's largest coffee chain is, you should, you should send them in either in our, uh, in our discord chat uh, for Patreon members or, you know, throw them at us on Twitter uh, at goblin lore pod hashtag, Coffee, coffee, coffee. <laughs> the longest MTG coffee. Uh, yeah, or hot MTG coffee, coffee, coffee for a latte. <laughs> I was actually going to go with Shamble Shark Bucks. Oh, that's good. That that's pretty darn good. I like that. Yeah, I mean, bucks, yeah. the question now becomes: Are Simic really the ones running? the coffee shops oh well, let's see and, and so then maybe we get into that so let's talk growing, about that who's growing we start we start with that right that's where the whole yeah. process begins yeah who's growing the beans it's got to be the the golgari right there are our <laughs> farmers you know they're the ones who produce the food substances and and all this stuff so now I'm having problems because I'm already picturing dead bodies being in the soil of my coffee beans. You don't think dead bodies are used? I mean, they're not usually human bodies, I would hope. <laughs> but like, right, but I, <laughs> I, mean, I meant intentionally using dead bodies for soil. I mean, Hobbs, you gotta you gotta think about this. We in the first world are are just you know a couple of couple three four steps removed from the very nitty gritty basics. And I'm betting you there's a cow leg or something sticking out of a, a coffee bean ditch somewhere in Colombia. <laughs> I, I am very willing to buy that it is the Golgari. I just I think the implications <laughs> of that are, are a little 
yeah. grizzly. <laughs> yes, a little grizzly. Uh, yeah, I, it, it's not great. <laughs> it's not a great it, thought, that's for sure. I mean, yes, but they are our farmers, right? I mean, they, they are basically our farmers. I mean, you know, unless the Simic are doing weird things with coffee beans in the lab. Oh, sure. Maybe they're the ones... Maybe they, uh, they're the ones who sort of build in those, uh, like flavor coffees, but they actually breed the coffee beans, like cross breed the coffee beans and the hazelnut to get hazelnut coffee. Right. I mean, that's what I'm thinking, you know, like there is kind of, um, you know, new strains or strands. Mm. I mean, what we just learned is that they definitely are the pot growers are the (laughs) cynic. Well, yeah, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) But I mean, I could see them having their hand in coffee. I mean depending on the regulation of the coffee market, it could be made to be more addictive in the lab. I mean, that I could totally buy that, you know, yeah. if you really want strong stuff. But like you said, bringing in flavors, um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, Actually maybe they creating do like, new, yeah. Maybe they do like sort of the, um, you know how with beer, they sort of do like gravity brewing to like basically pummel extra alcohol content into the beer. Oh, through high yeah. pressure maybe it's maybe it's that same sort of process that they're like using science and that sort of thing to uh to get extra caffeine content although that that also sounds like it all borders a little bit on is it territory well, um, if we're I mean, using high yeah. pressure boilers and stuff the high pressure boiler what you're saying is that, you know i was gonna say they are definitely the simic are are probably finding ways to get the caffeine into the actual bean versus the is it who are finding ways to extract it Mm. from the bean in the actual like during the brewing process yeah yeah, during the you know the roasting Mm. Mm -hmm. okay so we've got we've got grow on our supply chain we've got growers um we kind of skipped a step here are are the golgari harvesting themselves or are they no okay No. no the harvesters are definitely um uh Wow. Sometimes your mind just goes blank. You need more coffee. The 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 Green White Guild. Selesnia? Selesnia. Mm. Okay, why do you say that? They just seem to be more in touch with the earth and I think that the harvesting process involves that. Oh, sure. So so rather than like just hacking down all of the plants to be processed, yeah. they might be a little more gent they might actually be able to talk to the plant and the plant would like release the beans nicely and gently this is how we're getting our beans ethically so i can feel better about the trade market of coffee in the ravnica world that's that's ravnica and fair trade <laughs> yeah i mean this is the ethical this is the ethical growing slash harvesting like there there is some some stuff going on i mean I, yeah so it, Let's when be honest, say- the Golgari are just planting they're just throwing stuff wherever dead bodies are. It's kind of like free range coffee. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's free range. But so when they say it's organic, do they literally mean the coffee plants ha- are conscious? Because that also freaks me out. I think that freaks me out more than zombie bones. <laughs> <laughs> when you were going with organic, I thought you were going to make a play on the word organ because they came uh, up. Ah, see it all. It's a nice big circle of life. What? <laughs> I, I kind of like this idea that when I die, maybe my like decaying will cause somebody to get really good coffee. I'm okay <laughs> with this now. I'm I'm a lot better about this. The Golgari are certainly uh, they certainly help you stay at peace with uh, with with life and death there. Right. right. Okay. So we've got. Well, 
I don't know about the life part, but yes, definitely. <laughs> so we've got growers, we've got yeah. harvesters. Yes. Uh, we've got um, sort of uh, strain experimenters, you know, breeders, I guess, um, in the Simic. Uh, the Simic have definitely got their hands in this. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. They're They're messing around with flavor profiles and all sorts of things like that. They're the weird, like, agriculture departments at colleges that are really nerdy <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You you know that they're just real picky about, like, bean size and shape, too, because it's, like, all those very intri- you know intricate specifics. See, and I was thinking that that's where also we're going to get the Azorius involved with this, oh. is, like, a, a weights and measures kind of standards of coffee sure sure regulation yeah. and yeah regulation they they definitely have an fda sort of uh food and drug administration sort of wing somewhere yeah 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 that that definitely comes into play and i bet you they're just standing over the shoulder of every single one of these groups like just making notes on a clipboard throughout the whole process yeah 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 just levying fine after fine. burned off <laughs> right by the is it <laughs> Yeah, just levying fine after fine for violations, and everyone just kind of goes, eh, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, so we've already said, so now, th- this now, so we had a kind of a discussion, there was a discussion about this on Twitter a while ago, um, friend of the cast, Rob McGurganator ZX, who kind mm-hmm. of talked about this. Um, he said that he thinks gruel make the best coffee, because he says that they keep it simple and keep it clean. Interesting. And probably have that heat with it. And I said, is it has made the technology to make the best cup, but Simic grow the best best beans. So I, I add them a little bit higher up on there. Okay. Um, Balefire Strix, friend Michelle, said the rat ghost because red and black are all about hedonism. So they want to enjoy oneself to the fullest, and they also provide a, heck of a lot of cooking and catering for the rest of Ravnica. Hmm. Creativity and selfish indulgence can really hone the best cup, plus they're experienced roasters. That that does make me think, as as you uh, read that, that does make me think that Rakdos is, is the guild that would most unapologetically order a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> They're like, I, they're like, I want the flavor and I don't care what anyone thinks of me about it. Okay. I okay. will wear my Uggs. I will light them on fire for all I care. Yeah. And I'm going to order a PSL. Yes, with whip. <laughs> Non-fat with whip. <laughs> well, obviously. I, Gotta obviously. Watch let's get, let's, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're performers. performers. Yep. <laughs> well, thank <Please>. you. <laughs> now, I will say that we got some uh, thumbs up with some up pointing fingers from Allison Lores to the Ratkos comment. Oh, oh, okay. So, so what we said about canon, that this yeah. comes close. This is like you know, it's not quite word of God. Yep. But it's like but, word of God adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. And Lorelai Weasel uh, underscore seven eight said the most expensive cup on Ravnica is made from beans roasted by the fiery flatulence of Ratkos himself. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, Lorelai. We appreciate that. Yeah. So. God. Yeah. So I'm just saying. So so there is kind of a so that this is where we I think we know that the roasting process. So we're not even to the store yet, depending. I mean, if it's a chain, they probably are roasted off-site. 
now we are kind of getting into, or or it could be that we have different coffee shops based on what type of coffee you want or how you want your coffee prepared. Yeah, so I, I, I think it has that. to be that. Yeah, I mean, because the Rackos, I think that makes a really good case for they're good. At, they'll know how to roast beans. They're gonna like want a ton of hedonism and flavor, really full, but. If you just want, and somebody says this later on in the thread, you know, is it have mastered the quintuple shot espresso? We know <laughs> that this card, to begin with, said that caffeine is, you know, the weird ant of invention. And that is because we think of the caffeine and how it's prepared. Well, you joked about the steam power, but that really is the process by which we would do something like espresso. Right. So, if you want a really good espresso, you are going to go to a coffee shop that has is it people at least working or has had the recipes perfected by the is it. Yeah, I think I think when we get into if we want to get into the like the differences between the kinds of coffee that each would consume, I think yeah. I think is it definitely want theirs packed with caffeine. Yep. But also I, I think they want theirs efficient. They want as much caffeine and as little liquid as possible, and they want as much of it available as possible. And quickly. And quickly, right. So yep. they're, they're probably willing to pay a lot of price, a lot, mm-hmm. you know, to a lot of, uh, you know, energy and, and you know, like literal mana energy to <laughs> pump into this to to get themselves the kind of, you know, the the, the energy – I'm saying energy a lot. I need more coffee. Um, the to get them the 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 kind of you know beverage that they need to keep fueling their experiments. Right, and we could be talking about too. This does get into who is going to perfect different. So, like for instance, it could be that the Ratcos really are the roasters, whereas the is it because we talked about this. You know, we joke about their steam powered machine. They're creating the machinery to actually then make the coffee so Mm. the roasting process is is another step you know that's getting the flavor into the beans through fire to kind of you know that's that's what you do with the beans you have to roast them um so the rackos i fully admit they're the ones responsible but the coffee machines themselves have to have been built by the is it oh yeah absolutely yeah i mean anything that's like an espresso machine a frother uh even something that like just is a very high-end like Ooh, the grinders themselves. Oh, sure. Because that seems more Rakdos. Unless, unless you do want to go for a very sort of down to earth, like hippy dippy sort of thing, and there you might just go to a classic gruel, uh, mortar and pestle, which is really just a, a war club and a big stone. You you indirectly get it when you're bashing in somebody's head and there's some oh, coffee yeah. beans with it. Yeah, yeah. You happen to ambush somebody coming, you know, with a with a big bag of beans over their shoulder. Right. Yeah, nice fresh grounds. Yeah, I, and that's what I was thinking. You know, that we sample shark bucks probably is a very specific line. There, it's going to have your pumpkin spice lattes. It's going to be about having a consistent same cup every time you go in. Mm-hmm. But the gruel maybe do run like more of your just specialty coffee shop that is known for, like you said, it's, everything it's is definitely done by organic, hand. fair trade yeah. by hand. Yeah, the coffee itself is made by hand. It's been roasted on site. 
Yep, that they're definitely sort of the boutique coffee shop. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I agree with that. Uh, I was thinking too. Orzov might be involved on a level that's that's sort of similar to uh, the Simic and and Shamble Shark Bucks, of course. Um, where where it is a little more of a chain, a little more of a you know again yeah. consistency, but they might be the like the fancier high end sort of luxury cup of coffee they, you know maybe maybe it's not even like a coffee shop because you can't just go in and get that cup of coffee but they the coffee that they make is like the after dinner like with dessert coffee that you have yes yeah. you know they will only serve it at like your five-star restaurants after you've finished your steak dinner and all that sort of stuff and um then it'll randomly add on like an extra ten dollars that you weren't oh, expecting your bill but you're gonna pay it right right yeah. It's it's just a it's a uh, you know a obvious surcharge that has to go on, right? <laughs> I mean, as of right now, the only people we don't have involved in this process are who, who do we have left? We have the Boros, mm-hmm. and I'm not really sure how we're going to get them involved, other than uh, you know, yeah, they're definitely man. consumers. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, well, seriously, I mean, yeah, can you well. can you imagine like getting up and doing military drills without a cup of coffee? So like they're the you know maybe they're the target mo- audience. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, that's who we're marketing to. Although to be fair, if eh, I wonder if the Boros might be more of an audience for like whatever Ravnica's version of Red Bull is. <laughs> I don't know. They're slamming monster. Oh yeah, of, they're just yeah. going ham at that. Yeah. That, those bandoliers they have, they're not. They don't have like you know mana vials or anything. There, it's just b- Red Bull. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, and I think it's so like the Demir. I wonder. Yeah, the, well, I mean, they're I probably the, meeting to conduct most of their business in one of the locations. But do you, do you think the Demir drink coffee actually? No, 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 no. Because I wonder I, if because of their focus on like mental magic and and like dragging out thoughts of people maybe they don't like maybe they don't consume any sort of chemical beverage or anything yeah i mean but I, like i said i could see them meeting at the coffee shop to steal the oh, wi-fi sure. <laughs> totally yep oh yeah they're they're the people who like will not buy something it'll just lean over and ask somebody for the wi-fi password yeah, and they're like, yeah. like blatantly, and like, like while showing how much money that they could be spending there if they wanted right. to. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Demir definitely are the hipsters who go to the coffee shops and don't have any. They'll maybe like buy a scone some days. <laughs> some days, but yeah, but are there every single day? Oh yeah, of course. And they definitely are taking up most of the outlets. <laughs> Yep, I think I think are, that's it. We nailed it. Who are we even missing? Who are we missing from this chain? I don't know if we're missing anything really from the supply chain. The mover, the people who would like take the the roasted coffee, I'm assuming would be, you know, Rakdos or Gruel. Rakdos because traditionally they've been uh, you know, sort of the heavy laborers of yeah, Ravnican yeah. society. Gruel yeah. because there's a lot of like, you know, trolls and giants, so they'd be able to lift a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, dealing with taxes, taxing and, you know, sort of the, um, financial regulation obviously would be the Orzhov. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Boros, like we said, probably target audience. Yeah. The baristas, but I mean, they're the guildless. Oh, of course. That's I mean, Cranko. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's Cranko. And and we we got to be fair. Cranko can brew a damn fine cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I would think he coffee. incites all those rebellions. I, I mean, the you know, the rebellion will be fueled by coffee. <laughs> and it will not be televised because they still haven't developed that technology yet. That's our show. You can find the podcast at Goblin Lore Pod on Twitter or email any questions, comments, or concerns to goblinlorepodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to support your friendly neighborhood gobslugs, you can do so at patreon.com slash goblinlorepod. This episode of Goblin Lore was hosted and co-written by Hobbs Q, who you can find on Twitter at Hobbs Q. This episode was also co-written and engineered, edited, and produced by Joe Redeman, who you can find on Twitter at Findhorn. Our music is by Wintergotten, who you can find at wintergotten.com. That's winter, G-A-T-A-N.com. Logo by Stephen Raphael on Twitter at Stephen Raffle. Goblin Lore is a production of Hipsters of the Coast, which you can find at hipstersmtg or hipstersofthecoast.com. Thank you all for listening, and remember, goblins, like snowflakes, are only dangerous in numbers.